1: everybody welcome to the what culture gaming podcast on the what culture gaming podcast channel no less i'm your host scott tailford joined by rachel shackleton hello hello and nash millman hello and on this beautiful week of mental health awareness week um, i thought we would delve into the history of just essentially body positivity in video games the Mm -hmm. history of hyper masculinity the history of hyper femininity Mm -hmm. um and just kind of pick apart because it's a fascinating conversation as we've started to delve into yeah um, and we spent most of the morning hashing all this stuff out (laughs) on slack anyway um so we're pretty much just going to have the recorded version of the conversation that we've already had um (laughs) so Oh, actually I'll first mention as well that we have um, the Just Giving page which I think is justgiving.com forward slash fundraising forward slash walk culture and um, this should be going up on Wednesday so you should have already seen the stream it's been up yes the yeah. ridge just did for mind um, but hope, you can hope still hope you
0: enjoyed it yeah. yes
1: you can still head over to the Just Giving page if you want to donate anything else though um, as far as I know our totals are flying right now yeah, which yeah. is pretty pretty lovely
2: Hooray!
1: so um, yeah the first kind of thing I was just going to say like um, that whole idea of hyper masculinity and hyper the mm-hmm. idea of overblown human bodies usually video game characters the, the the men tend to have massive arms and tiny waists um, and tiny heads, whereas the women tend to have massive boobs and the really curved boobs. bums and everything else. <laughs> the curved bums. The curved bums. <laughs> and so um, I guess the opening question that I had was, um, do we even like playing as overblown, like over, like really over-the-top human forms?
0: Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Me too, to a point. Yes, to a point. What do you think, um, I it. mean, games at the end of the day are fiction. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, you, you kind of have to expect a bit of caricature in games that's all I'm going to say I mean to a point it can—it
2: depends how it's portrayed mm-hmm. in a way context is king when yes. it comes to this sort of thing it's very nice playing as like someone who is sexy and appealing and uh, is the best that you want to be and all mm-hmm. that sort of thing but it depends on what the game is defining the best you can be as as you say for men that's like massive muscly unattainable bodies like steroid men <laughs> but, for, but for women it's literally all about tits and ass and how yeah. little clothes I've been can PC
1: for the, the lack of we can't get the censors we can I say mean, tits and
2: ass. we can We'll I think find we out. We can say tits and arse, yeah.
1: We'll find tits and arse. We can do yeah, it. I think tits we're okay. Arse. But yeah, I mean, one of the things that um, the, one of the only times that I come up against this because um, we can get onto the idea of empowerment as well, mm-hmm. and obviously games being this massive like escapist art form. Um, but one of the things that I bounced off was there's a very recent game called um, Fist of the North Star, or it's the latest <laughs> sequel in this thing. <laughs>
0: is that recent? I thought it. Well, was it's an old franchise, <laughs> but the latest
1: release was last year, and the dude in that is like the. the and I think he's probably always been this way, but he's got the tiny waist, mm. massive over the top arms, um, and right, I just kind of bounced very off anime,
0: yeah, yeah, very anime, and I
1: kind of just like bounced off that and I, I don't know if that's just me wanting some, someone that is at least remotely believable in whatever kind of context I want to want to apply to it
0: doesn't this guy have like a literal like super punch that can shred motorbikes? yeah like punches dudes yeah. heads off yeah so I mean there's no amount of realism in this kind of <laughs> game and I'm, I'm sorry if that is something that sort of like annoyed you or upset you I or... just
1: I don't know I just kind of bounced off it. I wasn't like not calling for a change or anything but I think if we're gonna like pick a character that you can hold up and be like this person is so over the top that yeah. I can't not focus on this
0: that this annoyed me
1: yeah yeah for example I mean, yeah I, I wouldn't yeah. say annoyed but like if you go back to the old like old Lara Croft or whatever it's like I'm not going to not <laughs> notice the fact that her chest is inflated well things
0: are very different back then like back in the 90s like mm. to what they are now like everyone's a lot more aware mm-hmm. women are you know like more powerful than ever I mean, I mean yeah. like, you we're know, okay with that only go
2: upwards <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh,
2: people are sort of mindful now even mm-hmm. in video games it's still got a long way to go mm-hmm. mm. I think looking at Lara Croft is like the, it's the starting point for all of this because if you look at Lara Croft she is literally norks, and that's yeah. it like when she originally came out and then Visually, with the yeah. with the restarting of the franchise, she's slowly gotten a little bit more clothes, a little bit yeah. more realistic, a little bit more proportioned, and it's she's become more of a figure that I think. I think the most important part for, for bodies and body positivity is looking at young girls and young boys who are looking at these bodies and thinking, that's what I should look like. So mm-hmm. for girls to have a figure that's realistic, strong, athletic, rather than just, whoa, tits in my <laughs> little bit. <laughs> then uh, yeah. I think that that's only a positive thing and more realistic and, and more af- affirming for people who are real people.
1: Yeah, I think um, to drill that down a bit, though, as well, um, I was listening to his interview with um, Ify Wilson, who was talking on, I think it was on Charlie Brooker's, he did this whole, you know, like 100 important games was on Channel 4 a while ago and uh, they were talking about the history of Lara Croft and mm. um, Wifi was just saying I think I put her name right uh, was saying that um, when she played Tomb Raider as a kid um, she just like you know saw like you know it was a female in a leading role and that was all that mattered to her when she yeah. was younger um, and like is that like more a product of the 90s that we just didn't analyse these things back then
2: possibly but hmm. my argument sorry I'm going to leap back in <laughs> but uh, the, the thing that I would instantly say to that is there is no Comparison. There's nothing else that she had to compare it to as a Mm. woman in a leading role. It's like, okay, yes, I've got a game that's a woman in a role. That's amazing. Mm -hmm. Great. I've got this girl I can look up to. It's fantastic. Where are all the other ones that she can compare it to and say, okay, actually, maybe that's a really sexualized version of a woman that Mm -hmm. isn't maybe what I would relate to properly. So that's where I would call out problem with that because, Mm -hmm. yes fantastic to get the step where woman is in the leading role but then also there was nothing else to <laughs> say yeah, I mean, okay maybe this is problematic plus yeah. in that
1: specific example like core when they were designing Lara Croft literally I mean if you believe the rumors that apparently designer Toby God apparently entered 150 percent for the chest pixel rather than 15 percent and uh, then it blew accidentally. up
0: accidentally accidentally and then apparently Oops. his
1: his design team apparently were like well you should leave it like that because then uh, according to the quote the writing was on the wall as to how they were going to market that character and <laughs> um, which obviously paid off massively Um but there is that that whole thing where if you dissect sort of empowerment that idea that um, or how do you sort of separate that idea of like a, a female or, or male being incredibly sexy and incredibly alluring mm. with also having agency because someone like Bayonetta the, mm. she was literally designed to try and tick both those boxes as much as possible
0: absolutely but what do you guys think of that? that's though? a great like, that's a great example unfortunately I've never played the game mm. but um, I do know Bayonetta's whole thing is that she is sexy yeah. but she rocks it like she <laughs> absolutely rocks it and that's mm. I don't feel any kind of like I don't look at her and think Oh, this is wrong in any way. But 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 then someone might, I'm not sure.
2: Like Will
1: they hold on. Oh
2: I was gonna. I was. I was gonna say. I think. I. I. don't think it's wrong either. I look no. at it and think being sexy and being sexy and being sexualized are two very different things, which mm. is what we also hashed out earlier. Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. So, but that's that's totally worth delving into. Yeah. yeah. yeah.
2: So like uh, Bayonetta, she is sexy and a sexy woman and allows herself to be sexualized because that's what she finds empowering. But she's also a person underneath all of that. Like she's got motives, she's got emotions, she's got this that and the other that's driving her. She mm. and she is the center of her own story. She isn't put in as eye candy or to further a man's narrative which often happens in games Mm -hmm. can Uh, I talk about Persona 5 now please because
0: I like really like recently like I just got it on Friday there and the Playstation sale you should pick it up it's Um, okay and I right away like I've fallen in love with the main character I think he's adorable Mm -hmm. and I was saying to Scott earlier I was like am I part of the problem because I'm literally just sitting going oh my god this boy is so Mm. cute but it's it's different like me saying he's really cute he's not like portrayed as this Mm. character take Anne, for example, who you meet very early on, I have so many problems and with the way oh, they I it. have I have a lot of problems with it too because I saw her and I was like, oh, you're adorable, and she's got this whole mm. you know, there's a bit of a uh, thing with the teacher going on, but she's like, nah, Ooh. mate, I don't want any of that.
1: <laughs> so she's built up
0: as this sort of stereotype character that's mm. a bit of a school.
1: She's almost like a cheerleader. Bicycle. Sort of thing.
0: I'm just gonna say it. She's built up to be a skilled bicycle.
1: I was gonna go there, but sure.
0: but Whoa. then the game starts to sort of imply <laughs> body positivity. Is it? No, no, no. no, <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Stay with me, Ed. Yes, yes. The game starts to imply that she is more than that. She is mm-hmm. this. It's really more the reputation that strong, she's been getting. Really strong, and like all the rumors about me aren't true. Mm. Blah blah blah. She's this really strong female. I couldn't wait to have her on my mm. team, and then you recruit her. And her flippin' costume is, I kid you not, a big leather, red leather suit with a mm. big old titty hole yeah. in the top. <laughs> and I just, I was so mad. And yeah. apparently it gets even worse. Well, the, the
1: problems I had with that character, this is very specific because mm. it's just one game, but yeah, the problems I had, with the, I had with that character is that there's one bit where she falls asleep in the bedroom with the rest of the crew and as she falls asleep and goes to the side, two characters just look up her skirt mm. and it's played off as like, a oh, you scamps sort of like really, looking up her skirt. I really, really
0: hoped she was going to be this like, Equal third Mm. of the team, but she is literally just... A piece of there's, yeah. There's
1: a really horrible bit uh, later on, which is it's not really spoilers as to how this plays out, but there's one bit where her getting nude has to be used as a distraction for another character, yeah. And they don't give her any agency in it. You can say, as a character, as your character, I don't think we should do this, mm. um, but that has to happen. So even if you keep saying no, please no, hell no, mm. um, she eventually goes, Oh, well, I guess I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, and it's see. just like, mm. that's so
2: it's such a specific thing to like female experience to have this whole sexualized thing like put upon you, like, right. it, and then for them to do it in video games and to double down on it without the context that. Of other things, like personalities and that sort of thing, Mm -hmm. that maybe might drive a a a sexy woman (laughs) versus a sexualized Mm -hmm. woman. It's just it's ridiculous hearing about this game. No, 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 there's a lot of recommendable parts to it. It is a very
0: very good game I am mm-hmm. like sucked whole deep into that mm-hmm. like <laughs> into but, the um, titty it hole is <laughs> 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 it is worth mentioning that this is a Japanese game Japanese developers mm-hmm. everything about it is Japanese mm-hmm. very different culture mm-hmm. so that is worth sort of mentioning as well yeah, so a just, lot of the- just because someone like me looks at that and goes oh this makes me feel a bit bad mm-hmm. about myself um, um, that doesn't mean because I'm from the West obviously yeah we're, we're always
1: going to be analysing yeah. stuff from like a, a western lens like yeah exactly that. I guess that's worth drilling, um, analysing as well that idea of because in Bayonetta's case like yeah like she's incredibly empowering and very sexualised and very sexy as well mm. um, but the way that the camera leers all over her is would be put into the box of the male gaze but it mm. tends to be well she's she's very much up for being like over the top and everything anyway therefore mm. it's quote unquote okay and Bayonetta was created by a woman with that, that whole ideology yeah. in mind um, but I think she's one of the only characters that manages to walk that line
2: but that's because it's entirely Self-aware because it uh, well, I, I assume because it's made by a woman, I'm yeah. gonna have to put that assumption on it. <laughs> but like, uh, if she I tell kn- the truth, yeah, if she knows that she's like sexy and that this camera is doing that from the male mm. gaze, like you have to be so knowledgeable about all that sort of cinematography side and film studies crap mm-hmm. to uh, to get into it and understand it and break it down. Like looking at her say, "I'm a sexy woman" and I use my sexual mm. prowess as a weapon is, like, a very self-aware comment. Yeah, it's like Sucker yeah. Punch. We were talking about that earlier as oh well. Oh, God. You want to <laughs>
1: diverge into Sucker Punch? No, we can I, do a film version of this podcast. Just a little,
2: just a little over the top. At it's some just a bit like Sucker Punch.
1: I'll tell you, one of, the, um, one of the questions that I pose to you guys is that, like, that whole idea of empowerment, because you you take a character, you say of, like, you know, any X number of video game characters, and you go, like, back towards the 90s or the 2000s, the vast majority of uh, of male characters will be the the huge arms, the six-pack, mm. the, the tiny waist or whatever. Yeah, and yeah. most um, younger men, and obviously, like, me as well, would look at that and either not have a problem with it all go okay this is a power fantasy this is mm. something that I'm I'm, you know you I'm projecting myself it onto in your it. brain
0: it doesn't mm. make you feel bad about yourself because mm. you know like this is just mm. a character but it's
1: like yeah and it's like one of the things to separate is like I, as like, like men playing games or boys playing games or whatever it's like okay that is a strong character it's a strong male on screen doing strong male things mm. like archetypally or whatever um, whereas the female version of that of the history of gaming has tended to be you know the, the big overblown version of the woman is just to yeah. make sexual organs bigger and not really <laughs> make anything <laughs> (laughs) Exhibit A
0: is a fighting game for example all fighting games
1: but it's like one of the the, a couple of the characters that come to mind Mm -hmm. in terms of like that idea that a a female on screen can represent like sexuality and that be powerful in itself like Mm -hmm. that can be this you know this um, beautiful person on screen can be incredibly like knee-weakeningly powerful and so like characters that come to mind for me uh, is in Molly's game like Jessica Chastain's character mm. um, I just think is incredible on screen and just very like she just dominates every scene mm. that she's in we
0: do have a video game equivalent sort of of Molly and that is I mm. don't know if it's the ginger thing but my head just goes <laughs> to <Eli>. Aloy <laughs> Aloy in Horizon yeah, Zero Dawn yeah. obviously I, very powerful women because
1: she's very um, like she's coming up with this very like tribal sensibility in terms mm. of the weapons that she makes and mm. the clothing that she's literally like stitched herself I don't think if her in the same way but I guess because it doesn't necessarily accentuate her figure
0: she don't need no man
1: Yeah, she don't need no man, um, (laughs) which is really good. But yeah, yeah, just to finish that point, like you have characters like, for me, that stick out like in Molly's game or someone like Erin Brockovich in like the older movie, where she's very like gorgeous on screen, but at no point is she like being uh, leered over Mm. or whatever. Or the people who do leered over her, it's very like, I'm unattainable, but I've managed to harness my sexuality as well. Mm.
0: Do you think that's maybe the difference between films and games? In games, you give the controller to a person who Mm. has the opportunity to move that camera, to Mm. control these characters Mm. in a certain way, especially in an RPG when we have the option to accentuate certain parts Sliders, <laughs> yeah. do you think so that's the difference between films and games absolutely.
2: Oh, 100% context yeah. again it's mm-hmm. context a film sets up a character before like the, you can introduce them as really sexy and this that and the other but there's always all this hidden meaning between between, <laughs> in between all of the uh, the shots and everything whereas a game you kind of dumped in and have to learn that along the way which can be quite reductive mm-hmm. to begin with mm-hmm. um, but then I don't know it has leaned heavily over the years into remaining reductive mm-hmm. recently has gotten so much better and we can celebrate so many new steps and yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah. Keeping it on like a, a happy note and everything, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. That sort of
1: yeah. thing. But it's just that whole idea of like that, that idea of the unattainable body. Like you yeah. see that in advertising, you see it in movies, like that whole idea of a celebrity tends mm. to be so it's obviously changed recently, but it tended to be someone who was like this unattainable, svelte <laughs> individual that no one is ever gonna come anything close to. Yeah. Um, but that in gaming, it's a wider conversation because it's that idea of like, you know, like male roles in society versus female mm-hmm. roles in Western society. Um, where most male gamers, I have to assume, using myself as a test case and the people in the office and stuff, um are playing playing these games with an escapist power fantasy mm. and not going like I want to be X giant guy with giant arms yeah. um and that all like, that sort of disconnect because the only way to sort of view the female version of that is objectifying and is through the sort of the male gaze kind of thing.
2: It has been for years we've battled against being damsels in distress and little like prizes to be won at Mm -hmm. the end. Prizes to be won, something to be this, that, the other. Like exactly yeah. So that that is what the female equivalent of being in games has been for many years. It's it's been you've been a prize, you've been something Mm -hmm. to go after the best thing
1: you can do is to be won.
2: It's something (laughs) for men, like and it's and it's only recently when it's been questioned I say recently within the past couple of decades, you know what what I mean? Um that we've started going, okay, let's put women in a position that, where we look at this mm-hmm. and see how that plays with the context and that sort of thing.
0: But then when that finally happens with Tomb Raider, mm. you get big old
2: triangle tattoos. Like yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. It's, it's getting better. Because it's definitely yes. getting better. They think the whole market appeals to young boys, but it's like, that's not the case anymore. Not and anymore, it hasn't no. been for a long time. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to I wanna give a shout out uh, to Overwatch because we haven't done that
0: yet. Mm-hmm. Overwatch, I mean, you can say what you like about it, 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 oh, it's representation for representation's sake. But that's oh. that's what it is. It is pure representation. There's well, like, well, is what? that a problem? That's yeah, what I'm sort of getting. Oh, anyway. like, people <laughs> will find a way of, of complaining about yes. everything. But basically, when it first launched, I think it was 25 different characters, and they were all completely different, mm-hmm. completely different body types, completely different nationalities. It was beautiful. Mm-hmm. It was mm-hmm. lovely. Uh, there was a character called Mei. I don't know how much Overwatch you guys. I have. adore Overwatch. Okay. I Absolutely okay. love it. <laughs> yeah. So Mei is um, Chinese, if I'm not mistaken. And Agent um, of some description. She's. I think she's from China, yeah. And um, she's just a little rounder, short and round. Gorgeous. Adorable, you might say. Adorable. Mm-hmm. Yes. Love her. Um, <laughs> pain in the ass went on defense. Yeah, that wall of ice <laughs> can get in the bin. Um, so May had a skin. I want to say it was around about the new year kind of time. And they changed her, made her really skinny, I'm made her bum this. really big. They, they changed it back. There was uproar. They changed mm. May and made her really thin. And mm. uh, everyone everywhere was like, what have you done? Like, mm. May was thick and we loved her. <laughs> and uh, uh-huh. I just think that was really, like, it was obviously a negative sort of situation,
2: but it was a kind of positive situation because mm. people were like, We like this round mm. women.
1: You you
2: mentioned- oh, um. so I'm just going to say, how often do you see like a rounder mm. character in exactly. these games? How exactly. often do you get that celebrated? Like the whole point of games, media, films, everything, I always bash on about it is you want to be able to see yourself on screen and be able to connect with that and mm. see all the great things that someone can do. So like in all these situations, seeing women, seeing people from different nationalities and ethnicities mm. and that sort of thing, it's such an important part of our experience in media to be able to say, okay, cool. I'm the cool winner, hero person. I can do that. <laughs> like seeing someone a bit bigger and going, oh my God, they're A fantastic hero. That's such a great thing to see. So Mm -hmm. to take that away would be
1: really peak. I go back and forward on in terms of because obviously with it being like um, escapism, like Mm. I don't. Although I did love seeing Dad Bod Thor.
2: Yeah. um, Oh my god.
1: With a little bit of pork on myself, I was like, that's pretty good to see, like a nice chunky Thor doing some stuff. Um, (laughs) But sometimes I obviously get the the side that pushes back on the idea that Mm. you know they still want to maintain that gaming can be this big over the top power fantasy, and they get a lot out of that. Mm. It's obviously just about adding to that. Like Mm. you can have your big over the top, really dumb. I mean, I love the dumbest, funnest Mm. games possible. I'm a Metal (laughs) Gear fan but like you know there's all that but it's like you would want to do stories alongside that that um you know can empower and can represent and mm-hmm. you know can be more diverse um especially as well talking about the history of um just women in the gaming industry like even if you go back to ad- if you google video game adverts from the 90s oh god like uh, the ocarina, of, horrific stuff. ocarina
0: yeah. of time what was trailer? the other one have you seen that one I, have you seen that one I, oh the it's yeah, horrific go it's got like a <laughs> it's got um it's got something at the end where it's like, don't be a ghetto. Don't be or a ghetto by this. Oh, I'm so...
1: There's just for loads of them, like um, like when the the Game Boy came on the scene, or like anything, like a new Jewel shock and it was like, oh, Nelly always was a double page spread of some woman just being like, well, he used to play with me, but now he's playing. Oh with my this.
2: God, yeah, no, I loads that. I of was, stuff like oh. that. No, yeah, there's, it's just it's just nonsense, though, isn't it? It's, e- it's either that, or you get a woman with one nipple out and, <laughs> like, oh, and one piece. Where are these of one, whipple, Where are these one it, nipple? Where these one nipple with a controller or licking it or something? Going, oh, would you like me or the game? <laughs> and then you put the woman in. The game and go. Oh, you can have both, eh, eh, eh. and I that's, that's like, like it. That's all you get. To,
1: yeah, that tends to be like that. Is a, that is
2: a long time ago. Yeah, though, right. You did
1: see that all over the place, though. I mean, even I mean, I'm a UFC fan, but even stuff like in the UFC, you still have the 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 card kills holding up the ring, you know, the next round or the next fight or whatever. Yeah. You still have that idea that a woman can accentuate a product. That was something that I think we've moved on from overall, but you mm. still see it like across the uh, in certain different fields. Um, one thing that I had down, um, which we touched on just before, was just off the history of RPGs. Um, because
2: breast
0: yes. <laughs> <yeah, laughs> Oh, my God, <laughs> the breastplates, though. Like, Armour Logic in video games, you kind of have to laugh about it because I'm I'm in a weird sort of party where I love a good, um, sorry, but the name for them is, uh, it's <laughs> called a mog. I'm sorry, that's just well, the if name for it. What have you done, rage. You're doing so well. That's just the name for it. Hey, don't really, we're taking back man. We're taking so it back. Yeah, so in that. like transmog, a good okay. right, Basically like a, a nice sort of showy mm. costume mm-hmm. because I d- I, it's just fun.
1: That could be empowering too. It's it's just, like, exactly.
0: Yeah. And my character is really hot and it's like,
2: yeah, this is me. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> or what I would like to be. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I think that's, I think it's so important that we we can recognize that that's like different gaming tastes as well, you know what I mean? And, it's, and it's, it is geared towards these different types of people that want different <laughs> things mm. because like, yeah, it is fun It is fun being a real sexy character and doing all these things, but there is then also the choice to have the in-depth, like... Actual mm-hmm. built up people behind them as well and mm-hmm. like it doesn't have to be everything either way because there's something for everyone mm-hmm. like there's so many of those like RPG games where it's literally just how many women can you diddle like <laughs> so th- that's great turns out quite a lot whatever keep at that least, over at there at least in Mass Effect yeah. you can diddle men as well
0: yes. Yeah,
1: and look, aliens
2: but then if you took a look at Mass Effect in particular their treatment of women is quite interesting yeah. because mm-hmm. every feminised uh, like figure in in that game is
1: inherently quite sexy well literally Miranda is sexy to be made with all the male yeah. desires ergonomically oh, yeah. or algorithmically put together. Oh, yeah, so many good shots
2: of her butt as well. Yeah, like, I just yeah. like
1: that as a young me, but yeah, it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah. I
2: like that as an old me. <laughs> no, I think Miranda's uh, Miranda, separate from that is uh, a unique case because she is designed to be... Uh, I was genetically engineered to <laughs> well, be a they, sexy lady. Yeah, like.
1: they then make it part of her character that she's like, yeah. well, is this all I am? And then they sort of flesh that yeah, out exactly. to give her a actual oh, resolution. So, yeah.
2: Then, But then you also have the, the difference... The, the different way that it treats women and stuff I don't know I think, I'm i thinking of the Asari in particular because like as a female
1: like a race of sexy yeah, ladies
2: it's literally just they're all strippers and like sexy people <laughs> they're not all
1: stuff. strippers no, but they all One have they a doctor they have
2: the stripper period yes. where they have their when they're 200 they go and do all their stripping and stuff <laughs> which is fantastic I absolutely love it I think it's a fantastic just paying for way. Their tuition. it's a great way of dissecting womanhood and femininity and sexiness in, mm. in games by doing that um, and then Jack as well in Mass Effect 2 that she's completely naked mm-hmm. but it's all bar two leather strips but is this bad Badass, powerful,
0: yeah. biotic
2: woman
1: yeah.
0: That's a rare case of like nudity, but not in a sexual
2: way. Yeah, exactly. Plus,
1: in, in that one, in Mass Effect 2, if you try and pursue Jack romantically without like actually having conversations with her, if mm. you literally pick the options that just, you know, you go on the most, fl- most flirtatious <laughs> bang, okay. route. Yeah, yeah literally, you try and go down that route, then she will sleep with you, but you'll never see her again. Oh. You'll never talk to her again. She just goes, if this is all you want me for, I'm done. And it's like one of the only characters where they, they sort of take that stance or at least make you realize that, yeah. have some sort of afterthought for the things that you've been through. I like um, that. I do want to talk about as well about because um, obviously, like you have these ideas of like hypermasculinity or femininity mm-hmm. um, in the modern era. Even if you look at like Elder Scrolls, the the first game's box art has like this woman, big warrior woman oh, with like arena, a string bikini yeah. on. But if you had that now, like we would mostly cringe at it. Um, and so it's like if you I'm trying to think of the way that a lot of characters are portrayed um, today, mm-hmm. and um, like how do you sort of I do know, like try and design characters that can like is does any part of that old school sort of sexualized idea should that remain whatsoever?
0: Uh, oh, it can, could be a, of it. a choice. I think mm-hmm. the important part is that mm-hmm. it is a choice. Because you do get people, I mean, there's a market for everything. You do get people, like men in particular, who just want to play as a female, dress them skimpy, and then that's what they want to get I like playing since the
1: where there's a big old, big, big woman. So, <laughs> I like my big but woman. But then you also
0: get people who want to play it as, like, you know, a bit more seriously. Mm-hmm. So, I think maybe there's
2: something in it having the choice mm-hmm. and not being forced to go down a particular route that yeah. is maybe the... I think it's the just ocean. about representation of bodies and mm. different types of everything. Not every woman is a stick-thin, big-titty lady. Like, <laughs> yes, there is women out there like that, and there is the fantasy of having women like that, and there is that and the other, but it's all about, like, society's beauty standard and challenging that sometimes mm. because we are all different people, especially as gamers. We're a varied bunch. Yeah. Like, yes. We're a varied Some of bunch. us, like, evolve. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so weirdos. I like being a giant race. What can I say? <laughs>
1: Do you think um, that, that, that kind of change has just come with the demographics themselves changing? Like, as more data has been collected, and to prove that... That, you know a gaming demographic is mostly 50-50 like mm-hmm. it used to be primarily like teenage boys mm-hmm. hence the horrific, horrific advertising um, but as that's changed you've seen attitudes towards the depictions of characters change as well um, obviously we would say for the better mm-hmm. but obviously the backlash for some people would be like oh well you know we're not going to get my hyper super, super sexualized characters <laughs> anymore but it's about uh, doing them in a more considered way yes uh, yeah assumedly.
2: exactly uh, the, the, there is still a space for sexualized bodies of both genders mm-hmm. of all genders that you want to see mm-hmm. and all that sort of thing Um, but it is about recognising that women in particular... Aren't defined by being a sexy mm-hmm. body. There's way more to them. There's games out there that should look at all aspects of things. And again, it's about young people looking at these. Like we might mm-hmm. enjoy them with all our context. Again, yes. context, context, context. Mm-hmm. But as young people looking at them, a woman seeing, "Okay, what am I? I'm, I'm to be rescued by a man, and I'm a sexy woman, and I've got to highlight, be thin, have mm-hmm. highlighted boobies, and uh, like highlighted a, boobies, a curvaceous bottom, and uh, <laughs> that's what I can aspire to. Right? When there's a man that has all this nuanced thinking that mm-hmm. can run around, smash everything, be a Hero have all this stuff like. I think a very good example of this is maybe in um, Breath of the Wild.
0: Mm. Uh, stay with me here. Stay with me here. <laughs> uh, Link is a little guy, mm. but mm-hmm. he's very strong. Mm. So there's that. Um, Zelda usually, you know, was kind of like the damsel in distress mm. throughout mm-hmm. sort of some of the older ones. But Zelda is uh, she doesn't do much, mm. but you never really feel like she is. I don't know. Actually,
1: I really like what they did with Zelda in terms yeah. of um, coming to terms with the. She's the only one who can save like the realm or whatever mm. with the powers that she has and she has to get embroiled in this thousand-year-long war yeah. um, with Ganon by the end of it. Um, but they actually fleshed her out, rounded her out more as a character in this one than mm. I ever thought before. Um, even though they do have the scene where she breaks down crying and obviously some people had a bit of an issue with that. Different conversation. Yeah, sorry.
0: yes. That I, idea, I, though,
1: <laughs> of like taking an old character and rounding them out and giving them an actual like, like humanity, mm, like yeah. that does allow you to do other things with the visual presentation of a character, mm-hmm. um, it all needs to be taken in balance and,
0: uh, and Link's always been a really little guy like he's a strong character but he's always been a little guy, he's mm. never been big and muscly I think if they were ever to make Link big and muscly, there would be, people wouldn't mm. like it <laughs> so there you go, there's a little positive on the on the mm-hmm. sort of men's side of things. Because
1: it's like, yeah, to try and address like both genders, I knew that we'd go more towards like female representation because yeah. Yeah, it yeah, is just it's just been a mess it's a, <laughs> a, <laughs> to be fair though, yeah, the mess of like the history of female yeah. representation in gaming um, there's just more to talk about, it's mm. not I mean, one of the weirdest things, just to bring a filmic uh, example in, is again, like Thor in Endgame. Mm. Um, I've almost never seen like a, a beer-bellied superhero or mm. a, like a beer-bellied uh, character in a video game outside of a character creator in something like Saints Row, if I can make my character bigger. Um, and there's obviously the, the immediate <laughs> go-to where it's like, well, you know, someone in an escapist medium doesn't want to play as a character that is overweight or whatever. Mm. Um, but it does have that that payoff of just being like, okay, if someone of that shape can do those things, then mm. that's kind of cool. And so it is just like a whole new he, way of designing characters. I mean,
0: I, obviously staying away from too many Endgame spoilers, mm. he rocks it.
1: Just mm. very very He good. rocks it. That's it. And even though he's it,
2: like you so got fancy him so much, like, I is, like, love like Thor's biggest I love fan. Him. I love him. I
1: love it. One of the things that you mentioned before we recorded, Rich, was that um, World of Warcraft has introduced like a larger. Oh species or whatever, like Scott a is letting
0: me lock. Yep, Scott is letting me talk about World of Warcraft on the podcast. Hello. <laughs> Hello.
1: Um, so what was this? They've brought in a whole race of people that so, are bigger. Uh,
0: yeah, the way that WoW sort of works now is that they're kind of like, um, they have uh, all these kind of gates that make you kind of play for ages and ages. And to reward you, they have these uh, allied races. that mm-hmm. are not like full-blown, like they're not like anything... Crazy! It's mm-hmm. not like a completely new character. It's just like mostly reskinned. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they've done is, is they have introduced and humans, which are basically humans, but they are so chunky. Mm-hmm. But like they're lovely. They are really, they're really chunky. Like the mm. men are huge, but they're pirates. Right. And you just sort of. <laughs> they're amazing I love them so much and you have to work so hard like at the minute I'm working so hard to unlock them just because I really want to be this bigger woman who just rocks it and just like annihilates this competition and and (laughs) just like I just I just think that it's lovely and Mm -hmm. I know out there somewhere there's someone who's like "Uh, they're fought. Your fault. <laughs> that is their
1: mistake to make.
0: Exactly. Exactly. But I mean,
1: things like that point to that idea of, I mean, yeah, there's obviously the role of, of women in the gaming industry overall. Like, um, there was an old hashtag campaign, uh, it was called One, One Reason Why in 2012, mm. and that sort of highlighted the role of women in, in different game developer roles and just saying that because of everything, whether it's on the advertising side, the assumed uh, demographics of video games and everything else, mm. that women weren't being included in the developer side or the coding side either. Um, that was in 2012. Um, and just as a very recent example, in the newest God of War documentary, they said that they had their first female uh, combat lead designer in the history of the franchise and it's just like little things like that that you kind of go that should have always been i mean that's
0: maybe not so much um sexism that's maybe just Mm. literally because when i went to university i did uh, animation for games Mm -hmm. and there were maybe five females i shouldn't call us females i hate it when people call us females five five women in a in a class five queens (laughs) in a class of about 40
2: people But then you've got a question is the support and are the doors being opened for girls when they're younger to think oh I'd I'd like to do that because exactly because it's like STEM subjects and that sort of thing people there is it's oh I'm going to start going into the political (laughs) (laughs) um, um, patriarchal society and all this sort of thing I was going to say because at the root
0: of it it is we want to make a good impression on young people because young people are the ones who are in my opinion, because I, I was young once, mm. <laughs> uh, they're, they're the, the ones, many, yes. in my opinion, that are struggling the most from body image, from mm. mental health issues because of body image, mm-hmm. is particularly young girls. Mm. And a lot of these games at the minute these days that have these really powerful female figures, just to take Uncharted, mm-hmm. Horizon Zero Dawn, just for two examples, they're 18-rated games. Mm. Mm. So a lot of these younger people, I mean, fair enough, they can play them, but they're not supposed to. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it's um, not as easily accessible. May be They're maybe not getting to see these powerful Mm -hmm. figures. So at the
2: bottom line is it needs to be a little bit better exactly. for people of that age and in the industry as well it needs to be like you can do this this is a job that's open to you too and it's not like a boys club mm. or this and yeah. the boys aren't more interesting or smart or this, <laughs> or this or what. It's like we're really not and like it's like you can do it too <laughs> we're really not it's just about opening the playing field in it like mm. it's it's so it's so interesting to see the divide in genders across these sort of things mm. and again in STEM as well which isn't relevant to anything but it ties back to <laughs> no but as another
1: this. important field like yeah
2: that. and it's like it's about the support you get when you're younger and people's like instilled subconscious ways that they treat people and perceive people mm-hmm. and challenging that and we're taking really good steps to get there especially saying God of War's got their first like female combat lead yeah. designer wonderful, amazing let's have 10 more of them on other different games <laughs> as well,
1: like I think like all of it is connected I think that obviously we wanted to tackle the idea of like you know body positivity or the body or male and female representation mm. in the history of games it's a massive conversation Um, obviously you can go wider like you said you can mm. go down the western oh. societal yeah. uh, patriarchal route and how we got to where we are now, but there are massive examples that you can just pull up, like the history of um, you know female bodies in advertising, in video games, mm-hmm. and just how horrifically outdated this stuff it's is. It's such now. a
0: massive subject, and there's so many little things you can drill into. It's mm-hmm. so easy to just kind of get distracted in a way. Yeah, yeah, a little
1: bit. I mean, I had a whole bunch of like uh, uh, we pretty much hit all the notes that I had down. Mm. Um, but franchises like Overwatch show that you can walk that line between mm. um, empowerment and sexuality, or you know sexual appeal, mm. and characters like Bayonetta sort of have those things too. So I think there are <laughs> you know progress being made towards bringing those. Things together.
0: I just love cultirans and wow. I'm sorry, yeah, they're no, so that's, good. That's amazing. What's
1: that what they're called?
0: Cultiran humans.
1: Okay, so it's <laughs> a step towards the right direction. I guess going forward, um, because I asked this on the last podcast that we did on Monday. Um, what do you guys want to see going forward? Is it kind of just that idea of just a bigger proliferation of diversity and representation? Yeah just in general. I
2: don't think it's about I think it's about again the difference between sexy and sexualized. Mm. It's about male guys and all this sort of thing. It's about looking at characters and, and giving them agency and self-awareness mm. and giving a wide breadth of of representation that isn't just thin white woman with boobs (laughs) because it is all like as well something we haven't actually brought up much is Mm. that all of this um, marketing and gaming is like there's so many white characters on the front of things like it's very heavily like geared towards that so a more diverse sort of Imagery and people in these positions would be fantastic mm-hmm. as well. That's what I would like to see. I just want to see people who can see themselves in things and Real enjoy. Real people, yeah. yeah, and say, "Real people, I'm that person. I can do that. I'm a badass. I'm going to do that." Like, I just want to see people inspired mm. by games and and feel that they are represented and seen.
1: And I get that the immediate, um, the YouTube style, like. Uh, Backlash to that is obviously no, no one's saying that there can't also be white heroes or white oh, yeah, representation yeah. or anything. It's just that everyone together, it's, it's made a all lot the more of them, richer. Like, yeah, but got it's got just like you bring everything together and it, everything is all the more richer for that. Yeah,
2: that's the thing. It's not about diluting anything, it's not You're about not losing di- anything. Yeah, it's not about taking away men, it's not about taking away white people, it's about saying, <laughs> all right, cool, let's celebrate everyone else, please. like
1: mm-hmm. Rachel, what do you want to see from the future of gaming?
2: uh, For me, the bottom line is choice. I know, obviously, there's
0: a lot of constraints and, you know, development Mm. of games. Not every game is going to let you have a choice of who or what to play as. Um, But for me, I just like to see a bit more choice in Mm. uh, body type, gender, Mm. color, like you were saying. Mm. Uh, I just... Stuff like that, yeah.
1: For me, it's it's just the, the little it's that's weird because I never want to say that someone can't do something, but I think, like, I do, like, if I'm playing Dead or Alive, I'm going to notice the overblown <laughs> woman with the massive boobs. It's kind <laughs> like, of like thing. I
0: say, though, there is a market for that. There are no, people yeah, of who course. like that, so. And
1: it's, uh, you know, you don't want to take that away from anybody, yeah. but I think um, addressing those things and just, like, you know, having a, a wider, more diverse pool is only going to make for better experiences, stories, representation, everything else. Mm. Um, but yeah, I think the history of, like, obviously, it, like, just gender in gaming is just fascinating and, yeah. if not ridiculous. Oh, God, it, but, no. It, it Always is. worthwhile though, You
0: please. have to laugh, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> you have to laugh.
1: <laughs> yes, but yeah, so for now this has been the What Culture Gaming Podcast. You guys can let us know what you think down in the comments below. I've been your host, Scott Tailford, joined by Rachel Shackleton.
0: Thanks for listening. And Ash Millman. Goodbye.
1: And we'll catch you next time. <laughs> Bye. Bye
0: guys.
1: dine on delicious gourmet cuisine, enjoy more than 20 activities, and make memories with your family. For more information, visit clubmed.us or call one 800 clubmed or your travel advisor.
0: In manufacturing, you need to automate intelligently to compete effectively, but not all automation solutions are created equally. AGVs and AMRs driven by Blue Botox ant technology offer robust, accurate performance and native interoperability. Because your material handling can be smarter. Visit antdriven.com. That's antdriven.com to learn more.